You are listening to Apple Podcasts, number one tech news podcast in the Philippines. Here's your host, Jack of Jack Talks Tech. What's up everyone? My name is Jack and welcome to yet another episode of Jack, 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 Talks, Jack Talks Tech. Whether you're listening to the podcast via Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your favorite podcast, thank you. I appreciate it very much. We are recording live from the studio Apartment here in Lucena City. Season 2, Episode 9. It's the 7th of March, 2021. I'm recording this episode a little bit late than usual because I literally just finished meeting with the management of Cutprint Broadcast Network and because we are cooking something for you this March, this month. I'm very much excited about this project. It's a humbling experience. And I'm just grateful that I am the one who's chosen to represent the network on this endeavor. So if you wanted to know what the project is all about, don't forget to follow me and like my page on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash jackdockstack. Now, before we proceed to today's topic, Please have a listen to the show's affiliates. Music definitely adds style to your content. I started using Epidemic Sound from the very beginning. Having to try and find a copyright-free music that's good? Wow, it's a nightmare. Having the ability to browse a library and find basically everything you want that's the nicest thing which makes it making content easier. You can find what you need, add it to your multi-track, export it, and you're done. Sign up to Epidemic Sound using the link on the description and get one month free trial. Movie theaters have faced the existential threat of streaming services for more than a decade now. When services like Netflix or Hulu started booming, it opened up a very real debate about the future of movie theaters. Still, box office remained the most lucrative way of distributing movies, particularly blockbusters. But then 2020 changed everything, leaving movie theaters pretty much useless. Amid a global pandemic where people can't gather in public places, movie studios and exhibitors have had to make tough decisions, and Warner Brothers just took a step forward in late 2020. The studio shocked the movie industry when they announced that their 2021 movies would be released simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max, their streaming service. It may sound simple, but it's a game-changer for the industry and a sign of the times. 
a decision like this could be the first or the final blow to the centennial right of watching movies in a dark room with a giant screen, blasting sounds, and hundred other people. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how the movie industry is changing for good. Welcome to Box Office versus Streaming Services. Warner Brothers is not the first duty to try and break the classic window of movie distribution, but they are the first one doing it in such a scale. They started by announcing that the movie Wonder Woman 1984 would premiere on Christmas after several delays and it will also arrive on HBO Max on the same day. A few days later, they came out and said that all their 2021 movies would follow the same model. Historically, movie theaters have had a significant edge in the movie distribution business. For decades, theaters had an exclusive window to show movies for about 90 days. After that, movies go to online rental and purchase to finally arrive to streaming services and TV. That exclusivity window is when theaters make money as the ticket sales are regularly split 50-50 between the exhibitor and the studios. For blockbusters, it usually takes one or two weeks to make hundreds of millions of dollars in ticket sales. But those days are coming to an end mainly thanks to COVID-19, this pandemic. And because we live in a digital era where consumers want everything immediately. The coronavirus outbreak has suffocated movie theaters, forcing them to close business for most of 2020 and possibly for a few more months. At least the promise of vaccination is closer, but not quite there yet. And it's not for everyone yet. Meaning, younger generations are already more familiar with the experience of watching movies on streaming service in a variety of devices and not so much the adventure of movie-going. Just ask Giselle and Anferni. Not only the pandemic has been lethal for movie theaters, but it has been excellent for streaming services. Netflix added 15 million new subscribers only in the first quarter of 2020, and Disney Plus has amassed around 80 million subscribers in a little over a year. Considering that, you know, Disney Plus is not yet available in our country, but me personally, I've became a Netflix subscriber because of the pandemic. With movie premieres delayed all through 2020, studios have been selling low and mid-tier budget films to streaming services rather than waiting for the uncertain return of theaters. And now, blockbusters will follow the path as well as essentially changing the way Hollywood does business. Of course, this has already caused some clashes in the industry, like the one between Universal Studios and AMC. AMC, the world's largest movie chain. In April of 2020, the studio planned to release the animated sequel Trolls, Trolls World Tour, in a classic fashion. Then, theaters started closing due to the pandemic, and Universal was quick to think of a solution. They released the movie for premium on-demand video platforms. 
renting it out for $20 and it was a success. However, AMC didn't like the move and called it categorically unacceptable. Adam Aaron, AMC's CEO, went on to say that this proposed action to go to the home and theater simultaneously Universal is breaking the business model and dealings between the two companies. AMC hit back, threatening not to book any Universal movies in all of their theaters. He even suggested that they could boycott any other studio contemplating a wholesale change to the status quo. By the status quo, meaning he probably meant his movie chain business. A few weeks later, the two companies announced a deal that restored their relationship and reached to a sort of midpoint. The agreement gave Universal the rights to make its movies available in home through premium video on demand only after 17 days of playing in AMC theaters. These negotiations and changes in the industry affect many other minor movie chains and contributors to the film industry. It seems like a lot of the contracts and agreements may now need to be rewritten, including those of big movie stars who got juicy checks from box office earnings. But Warner Brothers seems to have skipped negotiations. They're dealing with a backlash now instead of having risked it all by starting discussions with partners who want to stick to the old ways. Since we've made it to 2021, congratulations! You'll now be able to watch Warner blockbusters like Wonder Woman 1984, Godzilla vs. King Kong, Matrix 4 in the comfort of your own home without waiting for anything and all it takes is around $15 a month to be an HBO Max subscriber. It sounds good from a consumer standpoint. Yeah, it's great. You'll be able to watch all those movies for just $15 a month. This should be good. People can now choose to go to movies or watch them at their own home. Jason Kyler, Warner Brothers' chief executive, is holding on to the fans to defend this case. The new CEO arrived in the company only in May of 2020. And he's already changing the game entirely. It seems like the board bought him to face these critical times with a fresh perspective and without fear of tearing apart old business models. But the guy was Hulu CEO and a former Amazon executive, so he's both into tech and media, which explains a lot of his strategies. However, theaters fear that this move will undermine ticket sales if people can watch those movies at home as soon as they come out. And it's a fair concern, you know. It's also shared by talent agencies and other contributors in the industry who typically earn a portion of those ticket sales. Reports are already out, suggesting that cinemas may be planning the backfire and could reduce ticket prices for Warner movies to as low as $3 or not even screen them. Warner Brothers has said that this hybrid exhibition model is only temporary plan for 2021. However, a common reaction from experts and the media is that it can quickly become the movie exhibition future. Makes sense. The reaction from one side of the industry 
hasn't been friendly. This new exhibition model comes with many questions, mainly about compensation plans and paychecks of the Hollywood gang involved. How studios compensate star and producers? It's not simple. Contracts tend to be negotiated on a film-by-film basis and person-to-person basis. But it comes down to two checks. The first one is a guaranteed upfront fee and the second one is a portion of the box office game. That is where the big stars make their millions in successful blockbusters. And some are already suggesting that Warner Brothers has let them down. You know, by executing this plan without previous consultation or negotiation. A very significant Hollywood voice, Christopher Nolan, I'm not sure if you've heard about him. You know, he's only the director of the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm not sure if you know that. Um, Inception, Interstellar, and most recently, Tenet. He is also an advocate of the movie theater experience. He made a statement a couple of months ago condemning Warner's move after the studio made the announcements. Nolan said that, quote, Some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking that they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out that they were working for the worst streaming services. End quotes. Ouch. Movie stars and those who receive a portion of the box office sales count on the studios to promote sales tickets and it is in everyone's best interest. And they feel that this strategy goes against that and it eliminates the urgency of going to the movies. Alright, so maybe movie theaters won't disappear. Diehard enthusiasts Romantics and probably wealthy people will keep the tradition alive, but it could become a niche or a more exclusive type of entertainment, not for the mainstream anymore. Why? Well, the short answer is because time has changed. As much as you love going to the movies, the reality is that technology and consumer behavior change. This pandemic has accelerated these changes drastically, making our digital lives more relevant now than ever. Then what if the studios have longer-term interests like, say, telecommunications and monthly recurring revenue through subscriptions? Let's not forget that AT&T bought WarnerMedia for $80 billion in 2019. That makes... AT&T, the owner of the Warner Brothers Studios, and maybe they are not so worried about movie theaters going belly up now or later. And here's where the whole HBO Max comes into play, a service that hasn't had a great start since it came out. Some argue that this is a little too late and too expensive, plus it competes with heavyweights like Netflix, Disney Plus, or Hulu. But AT&T and therefore Warner have plans for HBO Max. The New York Times writer Edmund Lee puts it this way, quote, 
for AT&T, HBO Max isn't just a convenient way to get films and television shows to the public. Instead, the platform is a key part of its wireless business. HBO Max is included in packages for some high-end phone and internet subscribers. And it exists in part to create consumer loyalty to AT&T. End quotes. Now, it may have caught you by surprise to find out that AT&T owns Warner Media. Warner is made up of brands like New Line Cinema, DC Films, Castle Rock, Prior Glass, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, HBO, CNN, and TNT. You know what? We can have a future episode about TNT and CNN. And it might include some wrestling stuff. <laughs> That's also one of my interests. No So are AT&T's interest behind this transformation of the movie industry? Or is it just an inevitable change that was bound to happen sooner rather than later? I am very torn on this subject. I love going to the movies. I love the communal experience that, you know, watching a movie next to a bunch of other people that I don't know probably the best audiovisual experience that you can get in movie theaters but I also have invested heavily on having replicating that experience in my home in my living room in our bedroom so I very much want movie theaters to survive I think that even though you can invest a lot of time in home experience and home theater experience I think it's never gonna mimic, not even close, to the experience of a movie theater. You get interrupted at home, people walk, and then you pause the movie, you can go to the bathroom. It's so different to watch that whole movie experience in a way that you sort of can't miss any detail. It's a whole different experience and I hope that movie theaters survive. But I don't think that the future looks very bright for them. How about you? What do you think? Let's have a discussion. Send me a message on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Alright, with that said, there's really nothing else left to do. Hit that like button if you like this type of content. Smash it! If that's your something into 2021 style, give us a follow, subscribe if you aren't already, and, and, I'll see you in the next one. Assuming that we all survive. Let's make the needy techie. Peace!